You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Tuesday, April 11th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director. And I, along with Assistant News Director Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, a new city grant will allow up to 40 individuals to take advantage of the city's Choose Your Ride, Shift Your Ride program. Find out what this program is and how you can become a part of the program with me in local news. And small changes to CSU's information technology policy is making a big impact on virtual accessibility for the entire campus community. Learn more in Campus News with Lee Zimpel. And if you're looking for ways to give back to local radio, I have the event just for you. Learn more with me in music events and entertainment news. And finally, two conflicting court rulings over the legality of an abortion pill have created tense uncertainty nationwide about the fate of the most commonly used abortion method in the U.S. Learn more in national news with Lee Zempel. And with that, we will move right into campus news with Zempel. I'm Lee Zempel reporting your campus news. Recent small changes to CSU's information technology policy is making a big impact on virtual accessibility for the entire campus community. Students who use assistive technology like text-to-speech or screen readers will now have fewer virtual barriers when navigating through content on CSU's websites. Before the updates, the policy required CSU to have assistive technology resources available only for public website content. But now, content that is in password-protected areas are also required to follow these same accessibility standards. So this change now includes content like course materials such as PDFs or PowerPoints, as well as the HR systems that CSU employees use for getting their pay stubs or requesting time off. For example, course materials are now required to be compatible with assistive technology like text-to-speech and other tools, which allow students to be able to listen to readings. These tools are important to many students on campus. Over 14,000 people have already used ReadSpeaker, which is CSU's reading and studying tool for Canvas. Joe Tyner is the Assistant Director of Access and Accommodations at the Student Disability Center, and in response to these new policy updates, he said that it isn't just some IT policy, but that, quote, it's about the people, and it's about making our campus more inclusive in a digital way. You can read more about the updated policy and find links on how to use tools like ReadSpeaker for Canvas on CSU Source. Two NASA astronauts, one of them being a CSU alumnus, are set to visit campus this week to share their experiences from a six-month mission in space that recently ended late last year. On Wednesday, April 12th, CSU alumnus Dr. Chell Lindgren and his crewmate Jessica Watkins will deliver a keynote and Q&A at the Translational Medicine Institute. The event will be free and open to the public, but registration will be required, and it'll run from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Lindgren and Watkins' mission launched to the International Space Station in April 2022 aboard Freedom, which is the name of a SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft. Lindgren was the mission commander of NASA's Commercial Crew 4. Watkins is from Lafayette, Colorado, and in that mission with Lindgren, she became the first black woman to serve on an International Space Station long-term mission. During their mission, they investigated many different ideas, from how to grow vegetables in space to how low-gravity environments affect hearing. If you're interested in finding more information about Lindgren Watkins or the event itself, you can find all of that on the CSU Source website. My name is Lee Zimpel, and that's all for your campus news. Up next, find out if you're eligible to receive an e-bike or scooter through a new Fort Collins grant program in local news with Portia Cook. 
In local news, on Thursday, April 6th, I reported on a Larimer County senior alert for a missing and endangered adult after Grant Steffen, 93, did not return to his birth at home after a planned outing to the Loveland Library on April 5th. According to a Larimer County press release, Stefan has been found and is safe. Stefan was located in the Winter Park area by local law enforcement. They did say he was disoriented, but was reported to have no apparent injuries. After being assessed by medical personnel, Stefan was reunited with his loved ones. It is always great to hear these situations end on a positive note, and we are sending the best of wishes to Stefan and his family. In other local news, wherever you go in Fort Collins, you are guaranteed to see people riding their bikes. And if you don't have a bike, now you can be one of those people seen riding around our beautiful city. According to a City of Fort Collins press release, eligible Fort Collins residents can now apply for e-bikes or spin passes. City residents who meet income qualifications may be eligible to receive an electronic bike or pass for spin e-scooters and e-bikes thanks to a new grant from the Colorado Energy Office. The $148,000 grant will allow up to 40 individuals to take advantage of the city's Choose Your Ride, Shift Your Ride program. Participants must meet 80% of the area media income requirement and transportation needs will also be taken into account. Each participant will have the option to choose either an electric bike or a spin e-bike slash e-scooter pass that is valid for one to three years. Both choices include all of the necessary accessories for safety and successful biking or scootering around Fort Collins. Rachel Rulin, a transportation planner with the city's FC Moves Department, said, quote, an e-bike or spin pass can be much easier for a person than storing, maintaining, and parking their own motor vehicle. Rulin went on to say that unlike a traditional car, e-bike and spin passes can also help achieve our climate goals. If you or anyone you know is interested in applying for an e-bike or spin pass, you can visit www.fcgov.com slash getfoco. Applications will be accepted through April 23rd. The Choose Your Ride, Shift Your Ride program follows an e-bike pilot program in 2021 in which 35 electric bikes were provided to lower income workers in and around Fort Collins. That program was also funded through the Colorado Energy Office. To learn more about the Choose Your Ride's Shift Your Ride, you can contact Rachel Rulin at rulin at fcgov.com or by phone and text at 970-685-8955. And that is all for your local news. Up next, it is DJathon here at KCSU. Find out what DJathon is and how you can support. Up next with me and Events News. Crazy Carl's Pizza is known in Fort Collins and Loveland for its award-winning pizza, hot stuffed grinders, meaty bone-in wings, and more. Proudly serving Northern Colorado since 2010 with awards and accolades from No Coast Style, the Coloradoan, CSU and Feasting Fort Collins, Crazy Carl's has three convenient locations for dine-in, pickup, and delivery. Cheer on your favorite local teams and enjoy our food hot and fresh.
and I am back with our events news. If you are looking to give back in some way, I have the perfect event for you. It is KCSU's semi-annual fundraising event, otherwise known as DJ-a-thon, and it is finally here. DJs will be packing the station all week long, celebrating KCSU, and we also have some ways for you to celebrate KCSU as well. For the remainder of this week through April 15th, KCSU will be hosting our biannual fundraising event where DJ staff and volunteers will fill up the studio every day from 7 o'clock a.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. to ask volunteers to donate to the station and help us fund the future of projects and students right here at 90.5 FM KCSU. Your donations help our staff put resources and equipment into the hands of students who are looking to learn more about broadcast radio, whether it be DJing, podcasting, sports, journalism, news writing, and so much more. We do so much more here at KCSU, such a versatile radio station right here in Fort Collins. Now, where can you donate? If you are considering supporting the future of KCSU, you can look into giving what you can, whether it be a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, by checking out our donation page at kcsufm.com slash donate, or you can call into the station. There will be live DJs in the station who are ready to speak with you at 970-538-5278. And if you cannot talk right now, that is okay too. You can Venmo payments to at KCSUFM. M. Now, let's talk about another opportunity you have that is called Club 905. That is a club that you can join not only to become a part of the KCSU family, but to help give back to the station. Club 905 acts as a premium donor status for those who donate at least $90.50 per year or enroll in giving $7.50 monthly. With any payment of $90.50 or more, you will be eligible to receive a free KCSU. CSU t-shirt or mug, plus a beautifully handwritten note or card from one of our volunteer DJs or staff members. And who doesn't like one of those old-fashioned thank you notes handwritten? We don't see those much these days. We will take any donation that you are able to assist with, and we are so grateful for any love and support you are able to offer to all of us here at 90.5 FM KCSU. Our missions and goal here at the station is to continue to broadcast entertainment and information for all of you across the Front Range, including communities within Fort Collins, Loveland, and Greeley. All of you can tune in from all over the globe using our website and our app, and our mission is to continue to educate and provide opportunities and resources for students who are interested in communication, interested in media, journalism, um, or anything within that realm. So again, thank you so much to all of our beautiful listeners out there. We appreciate you supporting our station, supporting the students here who work hard every day to provide the best content for you to grow and learn within themselves personally, professionally, and beyond. As a reminder, you can go to kcsufm.com now to donate. You can also find us on Venmo at kcsufm, or you can call us in the studio right now. There are live people, no robots, all live people in that studio at 970-538-5278. A huge thank you to all of our listeners out there from all of us here at KCSU and your one-stop shop for all things news here at the Rocky Mountain Review. That is all for your events news for today. Up next, last week, two conflicting court rulings over the legality of an abortion pill have created tense uncertainty nationwide about the fate of the most commonly used abortion methods in the U.S. 
Learn more in national news with Lee Zimpel after the break. Hey guys, this is DJ Gloss. Be sure to tune in on Wednesdays from 10 to 11 p.m. for my show, Grey Matter, only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. In national news, last week, two conflicting court rulings over the legality of an abortion pill have created tense uncertainty nationwide about the fate of the most commonly used abortion method in the U.S. These two separate rulings came from federal judges in Texas and Washington, and both decisions were issued at nearly the same time. In Texas, U.S. District Judge Matthew Kazmarek, who is a Trump appointee, ordered a block on FDA approval of the abortion pill Mifepristone. On the other hand, a completely opposite ruling came out of Washington from U.S. District Judge Thomas O. Rice, who is an Obama appointee, which ordered U.S. authorities not to restrict the pill in at least 17 states. In the U.S., mifepristone is used in combination with another drug, misoprostol, as the most common way to perform an abortion in the United States. Without mifepristone, the two-drug treatment would switch to only using misoprostol, which, according to the Associated Press, is a slightly less effective method in ending pregnancies. The two conflicting court rulings happening so close together are a reflection of the high stakes and controversy of the pill. These stakes follow the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade almost a year ago, curbing access to abortion nationwide. The Biden administration said that it would fight the Texas ruling. This week, in wake of the rulings, a growing number of Democratic-led states are now stockpiling doses of both pills in anticipation of a court ruling that could end up restricting access. And Colorado is included in the 17 states that would have protected access to the abortion pill under the Washington ruling. This back-and-forth tension behind the two rulings will likely put them on a fast path to the Supreme Court. Contributions to this story come from the Associated Press and Denver's Nine News. I'm Lee Zimpel, and that's it for national news. Next is CSU Sports with Eliza Drotar. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In women's softball, the team is now 19-13 and with their most recent win being against San Jose State in a five-inning Mercy Rule 10-2 game. In men's golf, the team will be competing in the Western Intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California with the San Jose Spartans hosting. This is a three-day event and so far they are tied for fifth out of 14. In men's baseball news, the team lost their most recent match to CU in their three-game series, losing the first one, winning the second one, and losing the third one. 
If you are interested in listening to live play-by-play for men's baseball, tune in to 90.5 KCSU FM Fort Collins, where our sports team will be hosting throughout the rest of the semester and being able to give you the latest and greatest on men's baseball. My name is Eliza Jotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. Girl, I'm feeling some college radio vibes. Oh, I got you, BB. You know that college radio is more than just the Coachella lineup, right? It's also like metal and sports and EDM and news and jazz and KCSU, where college radio is more than just college radio. Portia Cook reporting your Fort Collins weather forecast for Tuesday, April 11th. We have seen some beautiful weather in Fort Collins this week with temps in the high 70s and low 80s, and I am loving every bit of it. Sunny skies and warm temps will stick around for the next few days with Wednesday giving us a high of 82 degrees. Except for a few afternoon clouds, we will see mostly sunny skies and winds between 10 to 20 miles per hour. Thursday temps drop just a bit while still giving us that much needed warmth with mostly cloudy skies and a high of 75 degrees. Fort Collins is giving us some much needed warmth before a major switch in temps this coming weekend. As for the weekend weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review on Thursday, April 13th, only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time.